Hey y'all, this is Jasmine Castile and I am going to start a brand new podcast called Hands Off My Podcast. This true crime podcast is for the lost voices of family or friends. They have the story of their loved ones that are or were unalived, missing, human trafficked, or exploited because of being a person of color and would love to share your story. Please contact me at handsoffmypodcast at gmail.com. Let's make your voice no longer the voiceless. If you fall in my community of LGBTQ2 spirits, Asian American Pacific Islander, Black Indigenous people of color, then you're my people. Or if you like to follow and share on any of your listening podcast apps. Dios te bendiga. Today's guest is Daniel Jackson. He is a spirit medium. He wants to tell people the truth of why we are here and what is our purpose. Topics of discussion, types of spirits, what angels are and look like. Lucifer is not the devil, and there is no such place as hell. He is the creator of Beyond the Veil. Please give a warm welcome to ever-blessed Daniel Jackson. Jackson will be a two-part episode, part one. But yeah, well, welcome. <laughs> welcome. I'm here. Da, da, da. I'm in the picture. Da, da, da. <laughs> you have a different perspective in regards to we haven't really lost our loved ones. They are here. Right. But uh, yes, we, they're, they're still here. We just don't always see them, but they do bring signs to us sometimes and uh, and sh- to let us know that they're here, sure. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I see them all day long. I see people, but I don't just see people. I see dogs and cats and uh, horses and cows and pigs and, wow. and fish. I see fish all the time. Yeah, all, all I see all kinds of spirit. A lot of them I see aren't from this planet. And you can tell they look, some of them, they look humanoid, but they don't look human. So um, I know they're from other places. So when people say, oh, I don't think there's any life on other planets, you are dead wrong. Yeah, I wanted to know more about that because I've been trying to find out if I am connected in some way spiritually uh, because I've encountered I was younger and not that many people know about this. I've even told my mother and she was like, um, How old were you? I was, I believe I was six years old. Okay. And I'll tell you the reason why. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why it happened. So uh, the reason why, because when you were young, uh, you are pure of heart. You are kind of like brand new back into the world again. Uh, and because you haven't learned the ways of the world and no one's taught you anything yet about, you know, about love and hate and sorrow and grief and guilt and all that stuff, uh, because you're pure of heart, you see things just the same the way that I do. Mm-hmm. But what happens is when we get a little bit older and the world starts teaching us all this other stuff, it fades away. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I've been having it throughout my life. Now, even in my adulthood, um, I have this feel of presence and I just cannot shake it. And it's, I've, um, I've had so many encounters uh, in life, like, oh my gosh, it's just so overwhelming. Um, well, you're also what they call an empath. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you pick up on other people's feelings. You're, uh, uh, what they're telling me is you have, you're getting so many of them that by the end of the day, uh, it just wears you out because you pick up on their feelings and sometimes they stay with you. And then you feel as though they become your own uh, when they're actually not. Mm -hmm. uh, so what you need to do is you need to, uh, uh, just like in your picture there, you need to ground a little bit and so you can get some of that, that negative energy away from you. Yeah. And I've been wanting to do that. I just don't know that the proper procedure or the proper uh, way of um, uh, a good way of grounding is if you have uh, a tree near you or some trees near you in the, in the grass, go out and put your feet, take your shoes off and put your feet in the grass and sit up against the tree and let the tree, the natural energy from the tree absorb it back into you. Uh, if you have a knife made out of like steel or iron, uh, put that in the ground and then hold on to that while you lean up against that tree and put your feet in the grass. That's a good way of grounding. Or if you can be around like some type of running water, like a stream or near some waves to let the natural energy come out those waves that crash with you. Also, um, crystals, crystals will help you as well because they have natural energy in them. But you have to polarize them again. So you have to put them out in the sun every now and then and let the let the sun get on them or out in a, a full moon and let that energy get yes. back in and then put a little crystal grid up around your house to keep uh, to get, keep the uh, positive energy flowing in your house. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Cause I have been um, off and on when I can <laughs> trying to do some research and how to even begin on uh, grounding myself and um, protect myself or barrier, you know, a barrier of uh, that energy that's clinging on to me or, or following me wherever I go where it's negative. It's, you know, I just want to, I stumbled across last week, I work as a medical courier at night. So third shift driving by myself, which is, was oh. crazy during the pandemic, uh, full on in 2020. And I, last week, Thursday, early two o'clock in the morning, I, found a feather in my walkway and it just like blew and it stopped right there and I picked it up and uh, I just took a picture like oh you know whatever and people saying that this that was a spirit um, a guardian angel saying you know protectors watching you or protecting you and I said well what kind of feather is it some said it was a hawk some said it was a barned owl no and it was, I was a hawk like, feather it was yeah, I'm, I'm so I'm I'm connected to spirit all the time, and they're answering me right now, and they're they're yeah. telling me I get yes and no answers different ways. I only get one answer feels like a, is a no, and it feels like a tears running down my face. But they're they're literally touch my face for yes answers, and they're telling me yes, it was a hawk. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I, I'm really connected in a different kind of way. They uh, like I said, they touch my face. I have I know their names too. Who's touching my face in that particular way too? That one's name is Raphael. That one's name is Manos. Manos in Greek means God is with us. Uh, mm -hmm. Gabriel touches me here. Another Raphael touches me here. Uh, Uriel touches me here. 
um, you know these names, Michael touches mm -hmm. me here, uh, named Paul touches me here, Jesus touches me here, I have a woman named Helen, she touches me on the top of my head, feels like she's rubbing my head. Here's another one, you know his name, he's not the bad guy, Lucifer touches me here, uh, I have another one named um, Jacob touches me right here, I have another one named Daniel touches me here, and another one named Ezekiel touches me here. Wow. That's when I get those touches across my forehead, that's a yes answer. But if I get a no, it always it just feels like a tear is running down my face. It feels like, and those touches feel like blood going across mm -hmm. my face. It's, it's kind of like that oozy, thick feeling going across. But uh, uh, when you said hawk, they, they said, yep, hawk. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that's uh, pretty cool. The, these are uh, spirit guides that are bringing you these answers. When you hear the terms that people like to use, like, uh, Guardian angel? No. Okay. Uh, the, the only time you would actually have a, an angel with you, per se, is because you're actually uh, fulfilling something, an, an actual task that God wants you to fulfill for him, you, which is a, a much higher resonance gift that you have, and you're out there helping people with that. But just the regular people who are out in the world, I mean, beyond you, because you're, you're an empath, they're actually b below you. But... Uh, because you're an empath, but uh, you you have spirit guides who are actually helping you to make the decisions, and then they help they bring these signs to you because they are pure energy. Mm -hmm. But the reason you saw the feather is because your spirit guides connected with your soul, which runs your body, because it's like a, ra a radio and a battery. If you take the battery out, the radio doesn't turn on. If you put the battery in, the radio works. That's the same thing with your soul. It's basically what that's why uh, there are stillborn babies. Why are they born uh, dead? Because they have no soul in them. That's why. Mm. What happens is they connect with your soul, which connects with your body. They get you to turn around and see things and do things and hear things. And they got you to turn around to see that feather come up to let you know, hey, we're keeping an eye on you. Just trying to figure out if I'm making the right decisions. But no, you're okay. You're on the correct path. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that till like, you know what? Someone would have said something. I would have had a. I would have felt something like, uh, you know, that uckiness that you get in the bottom of your stomach, you know. But well, the only time you would um, be on the incorrect path or the what I call the alternate path is if you're using your free will too much and you're using it all about you, mm -hmm. uh, and that's when we get on the alternative path. But the only thing the alternative path does for you is just brings you back again. I mean, you can call it. You can call it reincarnation, whatever you want to call it. We come back again over and over and over again because uh, we don't fulfill our purpose. And that's what yep. you're here to do. So if you uh, pick up, like if I pick up this little towel and I put it down, that's a lesson to learn. If I pick it up and drop it, it's another lesson. It's not a good one or a bad one. It's just a lesson. Mm. And everything you do in your life is a lesson. So they're not good and bad lessons. People think, oh, these are mistakes. There are no such thing as mistakes. Mm -mm. There's no right and wrong. There's no failures. There's no mistakes. There's only what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, quit doing it. That's all. But not everybody can figure that out. If you walk through a door and there's a nail in the floor, you're either going to trip over it once and go get a hammer and nail that thing back in, or you're going to trip over it four or five times. Well, that's what people do in their lives. They trip over it four or five times. It takes them a long time to learn lessons, but not everybody. Some people learn them quickly. 
Not everybody does. That's all. That's true. That's true. And I'm glad you brought up the subject in regards to reincarnation. I have always felt that I've had between three to four different lives before mine. You want to know how many times you've actually been here? Yes, actually, I do. (laughs) So you've so you're on number twenty-seven. Oh my god! (laughs) So you've actually been here twenty-six other times. Wow. So. What does that mean? It means the other 26 other times, you didn't get it right. That's mm-hmm. all. You didn't fulfill your purpose, which is uh, your purpose is the same as mine. It's the same as everybody on this world. If you go outside and look at everybody in the world, everybody has been to heaven. They all had to come back. So mm-hmm. it's not just you, you know, uh, that type of thing. Your purpose is the same as mine. You don't have to listen to some philosopher or tell you his bull crap or read it in some book. Your purpose is you're here to help people. But just for the sake of helping, not because it's going to make you money or it's going to make you famous or anything no, like that. That's not my We're intention. here to help people yeah. because someone's going to come up to you in your life and say, hey, Jasmine, you know what? I need I, I can't find my way. Can I'm lost. Can you help me? Can you help me find this place? And it's up to you to use your free will to decide which people you're going to help and which ones you're not going to help. Because some people are just going to are going to want your help, but they don't really want your help. They just want what you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. There's good people who come to your into your life and say, can you help me? And it's up to you to make that decision whether or not you're going to do it. And if you do that, you'll you'll know because it always feels good to help someone else. Mm-hmm. But when you do it enough times in your life, then that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is then not to have to come back again. I am so happy to have you on as my guest. I'm happy to be here, man. <laughs> <It is so laughs> I'm happy awesome. to be sitting right next to you. That is so cool. At your uh, website, which was very interesting. So you were born and raised uh, in New Jersey. In New Jersey, came, yeah. Uh, in a, I lived in a small town there. Uh, it had a battlefield on it, yes. and um, yes. I'm- so everybody around that near the battlefield, all the homes were there. Were all haunted. But then I moved to uh, Delaware with my family later. Uh, my mom and dad, and uh, they were no longer seeing anything. It was only me who was seeing stuff, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, but what happened after that, it just got crazier and crazier. I was seeing stuff at every home that I moved to. And I found out that in the end, it wasn't the home. It was me. Mm-hmm. They're, they're coming to me. So I, I see spirit all the time. But uh, I ended up having a, uh, at this house here, it was right before my 50th birthday, that um, I, I had a, a paranormal group come to the house. Because I was seeing, I was seeing stuff like green and red mist float out of the walls, and 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 skulls pouring out of the walls, and and skulls with red eyes and fangs in their mouths, and all wow. kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember one time, my wife and I set up a, an infrared like a camera sees at nighttime. She had it on her phone, so I went to bed because I was seeing so much stuff. There was, uh, so I went to bed and I felt someone put their hands on me. I rolled over. I thought it was my wife. And there was a seven foot skeleton standing next to me with his hands on me. Oh and it gosh. just, it, yeah, it freaked me out. So I went out and got my wife and said, Hey, you need to check your phone. And uh, she checks it and there was nothing there. And so we go back in the room to check the camera. And we checked the camera, whatever it was, it turned the camera off. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So, so we had the paranormal group come through the house. And um, the only thing bad about that was when the, when the van showed up, it had their name on it. I looked outside and I just thought to myself, I don't want to be this kind of famous. I don't want people in my neighborhood thinking I had the Blair Witch Project going on in my home, you know, because <laughs> right. that's what they're going to think. So they came and did all, they, 
all kinds of tests. They put these little boxes up that had little wires and little lights on them. And they put them all over the room. And then uh, I said, what's that do? And he said, well, a static electricity. That's what uh, these spirits put off. Mm-hmm. And he rubbed his hand on the couch. And then he rubbed his hands over, uh, went over the things. And they went blue, blue, and lit up. And I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. So they said, where do you have a lot of the... Uh, a lot of these things happening. I said, well, in the bedroom, let's go in there. I went through. As soon as I walked through, every one of those things went bloop and lit up around the house. Wow. And I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> right. And, and and the people in the team, these, uh, these four people, they were looking at me and I was like, did I do that? And they said, no. I said, well, I, I said, how is that happening with all those? And they said, we don't know. We only usually see one or two light up but not all of them. And I was like, okay. So uh, we go back, we go in the bedroom, we're talking a little bit and they're taking pictures as they're walking around these digital photos. And they take a picture of each person in the group and then me standing next to each person. So we walk out of the bedroom and so as we walk out, light right back up again. Wow. And I was like, this is crazy. And then the girls, the girl who's taking pictures, she's showing one of the guys the pictures. And I'm like, Hey, what do you got on there? She's like, well, I'm not supposed to tell you until the big reveal, but uh, I got to show you this because this is this is crazy. So she showed me a picture of one of the guys and then showed me a picture of me standing next to that person. And there's like 15 or 20 of these light orbs that are completely surrounding me. Oh, wow. And I said, what's up with that? And she said, that's spirit. I said, why is there so many? And she said, I have no idea. I've never seen this many before. And I was like, okay. And and then we took, they took videotape, and then they, they used this machine called an ovulus, this big round thing, mm-hmm. and they stuck it on the, on the uh, inside my bedroom. They said, okay, we want you to go in there and pretend like you're sleeping. I said, okay. So I did that, and then they walk in, and they turn it on. And then all of a sudden, they said, when energy comes in, it spits out words. And it started spitting out words. It said, like, it said, Helen. It said, Michael. It said, Paul. It said, Wendy. Uh, it said words like uh, unique, uh, special, energy. And I was like, one time it said the word road. It said road. And when it did that, a car went right past the house. And I was like, wow, what the heck? And then they started asking it questions. And they said, one question was, are you here to hurt Daniel? And then the thing started speaking and said, no, we are not here to hurt Daniel. We love Daniel. Daniel is special. Daniel is energy. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> so we get done that thing. And that lasts for like 10 minutes. And they come out of the room and they said, conversation. that was happening like, that wasn't residual energy. That was happening right now. We were asking the questions and it was telling all kinds of stuff. And I said, yeah, that was pretty cool. And they said, yeah, but we're, we're a little dumbfounded. I said, why? And they said, because we only can, we can only get that thing to say words. It never speaks sentences. Wow. Never. Wow. And I was like, all right, well, what does that mean? I said, we don't know. They were going to do a big reveal with me. They were going to come back like a week later after they compiled everything. And then I didn't hear anything for like two weeks. And that's why I called them up to find out what was going on. And the leader of the group said, uh, I can't bring anybody back together to, to get them to come back to your house. I said, why not? They said, because they're too scared. Oh, wow. I'm too scared to come in your house. I said, what do you mean? He said, we never get that kind of information. Maybe one one or two things here, here and there. But it takes us like 10 or 15 houses 
to get all that kind of information, not just one. And I was like, all right, well, then he said, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, Mr. Jackson, and we can't figure out why you have all this going on in your house. And I said, well, aren't you guys the professionals? I mean, you're supposed to be helping people. Right. Can't you help me with this? And they were like, no, we, we don't know what to do. We're, we, 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 we just don't want to come back to your house. I was like, I said, you know, that doesn't make sense. You guys go out and do this for a living, yet you don't want to come back to my house because you're scared. I said, that's. But you're in the, you're in the wrong like, business if that's the case. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, maybe you ought to quit doing this, you know, because you're not helping anybody. <laughs> and uh, they, yeah, they didn't like that answer. I did say to them, I said, you know, I don't need to know if I have spirit in my house. I just need to know why I have them in my house. Mm -hmm. But he couldn't answer me. So uh, I ended up going to like five mediums uh, and I talked to them all. None of them knew each other, but every one of them told me the same story about me. They all said, I'm this super bright white light and spirit. They said, you have a gift to see them. And I said, yeah, OK, I get that part. And I've seen them all my life. They're coming to you because they believe that you are the light into heaven. And I was like, oh. what? Like the, the light into heaven? They said, yeah, the light into heaven. And I was like, okay. And one of them told me, she said, you need to have a sit down like with higher power, God, whatever you want to call them, and, and either accept this gift or make it or say no and make it go away. But she said, I don't think you want it to go away. I said, no, I don't want it to. I, it's part of my life. I'm used to it now. She said, well, guess you need to have a talk. So I did. So when I got home from one of them, uh, I had a talk. And the very next day, when I accepted it, the very next day, everything changed. And I stopped seeing so much of the crazy stuff that I was oh. seeing. Now, it's, 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 I would call it even much more crazy. Uh, I see so so many spirit in a day. I see more than any of those TV shows ever seen in a year. Mm -hmm. um, uh, when I'm in a dark room, uh, or if I look into a TV that's not turned on, I, all I see is faces. I don't know who they are, but they come up and talk to me all the time. Uh, it's like being in a room with a thousand people, except no one leaves and more people just, just keep coming in. I have wow. to take medicine and go to sleep at night because I see so many faces of everything that if I don't take medicine, I'll never be able to go to sleep because when I close my eyes, I see more. Mm -hmm. um, what I found out is uh, my spirit guides are actually archangels. The reason I have them is because my main gift is crossing spirit over into the light. So I, after I've figured out how to work everything, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I cross spirit over into the light every day. And when they come up to me and they believe I am the, the light into heaven, I find out. I actually am. So that's what I am. My soul keeps coming back over and over and over again into another body. And now here it is again. It's in. It's within me. The last time it was here was actually in my grandfather. My grandfather was really interested in me being born and um, told my mom and daddy what they wanted to know because my grandfather was the same thing. So he knew. So my, my dad called him up and said, hey, He's being born. You need to come to the hospital right away. And he was getting ready to come to the hospital and he had a heart attack and died. And what happened at that point was his soul left his body and came into mine. Soul just keeps coming back for that purpose. So how um, many times have you come back if that's if you recall? For over 23,000. Wow. Yeah, I just keep going. But uh, this is my last time. I don't have to come back at this is it. 
Everyone who passes away gets a personal light. So when you pass away, the way it's going to happen, doesn't make a difference if you get hit by a car, fall off of a building, debilitating disease, COVID, suicide, whatever. All that is is a facilitation in order for your body to pass away so that your soul can move on. Mm-hmm. And the way that it's going to happen is you basically fall asleep. You'll look, you'll look down. You'll see your body. You'll go, oh, I guess I don't need that anymore. You'll take a step to the left. You'll look to the right, and then a light will come on, will shine for you, hmm. and you either walk in or you don't. And if you don't walk in, you remain here as an earthbound spirit. And just as many people who cross over into the light, there's gazillions of them that don't. Mm-mm. When we leave our bodies, I had an experience um, where someone put me into a type of meditation or, um, when I was a teenager. I had a hard life as a teenager. Um, all because of, sure and I will, <laughs> I, I probably don't even have to tell you, but. Um, well, when you, when you say things to me, they, so they would, if you were actually lying to me, I would get a no answer and that would tell me you were lying, but no, they, they're, they're touching me. They're, you're telling the truth, lady. Yeah. 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 Um, I was, yep. I think I was about 15 or it, it probably a little bit younger than that. Around that age. Uh, one girl, we were just playing. Younger. Out, so we, yep younger we we didn't have nothing to do so we're just dinking around and one girl was like hey i'll put you under you know um some type of meditational trance or something like that i kid you not i had an out-of-body experience at that time yeah what happens is uh like when you're dreaming same type of thing or when you're you're the closest you're ever going to be to heaven at that point. Your your soul actually comes up out of your body. It's still tethered to your body, mm-hmm. still attached to you because if it were to go away, your body would die. But uh, and you don't want that to happen. Uh, yeah, it comes out and uh, you experience a lot of different things at that point because, yeah. you're, because you're not connected to the pain and the anger and the sorrow and the grief and all. You're not c- connected to all that other stuff that you learned how to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I was, I was actually too scared. Like, oh, I turned around, and I was literally kind of like floating by the ceiling of the room. And I looked down, and I said, like, I felt scared, but yet at peace. Like, sure, I didn't want to like leave, leave. I'm like, oh my god, I've heard stories of people like just going too far and never coming back. <laughs> you know, whichever, or or maybe it was just a. Um, yeah, but. Um... I didn't want to like completely leave the room. I just, you know, came back and it was amazing. It felt so free. Um, but that was just like the coolest thing. And I've never, ever had that happen again, uh, unless I don't recall. So, well, you could do it again if you wanted to um, in meditation, but it's up to you. But if you've already done it once, you know, uh, it's not going to scare you so much that you're you're going to drift away and go somewhere else. So you know when and and why you should go back in. But yes, it's absolutely very freeing because you're able to get away from all that mess that we're connected to while we're walking around in this meat suit. So Yeah, tell me about it. I was in an environment with my father who followed the satanic kind of uh, rituals and meditational things that he did. Um, Awesome, because you know what? That stuff's fake, because there's no such thing as the devil. There's no such thing as Satan. There's no such thing as hell. I cross over spirit all the time. I see the other side. Mm -hmm. So I see into heaven, and I see earthbound spirits. There's no hell. Now, I'll tell you what is uh, different about earthbound is 
there's nothing to do. Okay, so when I see it, it's like looking down like from a, bana- a balcony when I look down and in, into it when I'm in my meditation room. Mm-hmm. And all I see is people walking around. And all they're doing is talking to each other, interacting with each other. Some of them are making out. It's kind of weird. But, uh, <laughs> but there's no man walking around with horns or anything. But there's nothing to do there. Mm. Okay. Whereas when you cross over into heaven, there's lots to do there. It's not so physical like it is here, but there's lots to do there. So if you call that hell because there's just nothing and you're just wandering around, okay. But is anybody on fire or anybody being tortured or anything like that? No, yeah. there's no. Like I said, one of my guides it touches me right here. That's Lucifer. It's the guy they call the devil. He mm-hmm. is not the devil. He's an angel with a bad rap because the people who want to control you with religion are going to tell you there's a, a bad place called hell. And, and if you don't live by our rules, you know, yeah. and if you, if you break our rules, you're sinning. There's no rules. Okay. That's the re- yeah. Yeah. I don't, that's why I don't follow any type of religion. I just pretty Good, much. Good. Cause it's all made up, man. Yeah. I've, I've, I've created jazzism based on Jasmine's beliefs in, in values of how to treat and respect others while we're on yes, this world. Absolutely. So, I mean, one of the things which kind of is uh, also interesting, um, one of the other things that I thought about just as you were talking is like, and I just, it's just to me, this considers normal, but I've always had, I don't know if it's called a gift, but it's uh, like, a, like a premonitional dreaming uh, situation where I've had dreams of, of things that were going to happen and maybe five, 10 years later or Three months later, it happens, and I could never figure out why. Does this? Why is this happening to me? And if this, if there is why, a, yeah, and and what I can do with it, I guess. Why and what? <laughs> what can I do? Uh, well, the way that you can deal with that, what you are, is called your your clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. You understand that part of it? Can you? Um, you might want to explain to the listeners. So clairvoyancy is you are brought messages that are real, like like live pictures or almost like a live movie that's playing and you just see it in your mind what's going to happen why are you getting them though uh because people say oh this is a gift i was born with this gift not really i wasn't born with this gift either Mm -hmm. it's just who i am it's just it comes through with your soul each time that you come back into this world you have that same thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call it a gift or whatever you want, but it comes through with your soul. Each, each time you come back into a different body, each one of those bodies has that same thing. It's just brought to you, uh, with you when you come back, so you can possibly help other people that are around you with the th- messages that you are brought. Not everybody has these types of gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only maybe like 10% of the world that has any type of gift whatsoever for no other reason than because it came with you and you're supposed to have this. The way that, you, like I said, you can change that for yourself is to go into meditation and, and ask for them to show you things. Ask what you want prior to going into med- meditation, what you want out of the meditation as well. And I mean, literally ask, say it out loud, say, you know, can you show me what I need to do next? Or is there something you need to bring that I need to see, hear, or feel? Just bring it to me and then go into your meditation and then just and let it come in and wait for them to tell you something. But uh, a lot of people that are out there have these 
abilities to do things, but they stifle them a lot because they're afraid of them. Because a lot of people, what they are afraid of, they don't, or what they don't understand is what they are afraid of, more mm -hmm. or less. Right. They need to get in touch with themselves because what you're actually getting in touch with is your, your actual soul. Mm -hmm. What they need to do is figure out how they can further these gifts and, and develop them to the point where they can go out and help other people. But that doesn't mean going out and helping people so you can have, you know, spend, all, make all this money and so you can have six cars and seven houses and 10 boats. Yeah. Uh, you don't need all that stuff. That's not going to happen. Stuff, you know? I'm not going to tell anybody that. I mean, <laughs> I just think like, you know what? These are all materialistical things anyway. So they it's, are. Just it's just not everybody. It's just because not everybody is meant to have that right now until we can get to the point where we are, we have let go of all this pain and anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, all that stuff, and have decided to move forward and to learn how to take care of each other just because we can. And uh, until we let all that other stuff go, we we were all born with this uh, ability to do these things. But like I said, when when the world teaches you all that other garbage that's here, mm -hmm. it, it fades away. You still have it. Thank you for listening to Noise Paloo Zion Podcast. I'm Jasmine Castillo, also known as DJ Jim Jam. If you are wanting to be promoted on my podcast, please reach out to me if you are a small business, entrepreneur, musician, or artist. www.jasminecastillovoice.com Stay tuned for the next upcoming episode.